What's up, true crime world? You're here with Luminol on the Wall, and I'm your host, Bevy. And I'm your host, Becky. Today's case is about a girl who grows up in Vernon, British Columbia. She falls head over heels for a man that she met online. When she turns 18, she makes her way to the UK in hopes of experiencing true love. However, her fairy tale comes crashing down when she's met with a whirlwind of mental and physical abuse. This is the case of Ashley Wadsworth. Listener's discretion is advised. Okay, Bev, today's case is just outrageous and I think it really shows the risk of online dating that you never really know someone. Right. That is always a risk for sure. It is. And it can be scary. Sometimes it pays off. And sometimes it ends in murder. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes it just ends in murder. Shit. All right, Bev. So Ashley was a social butterfly in her hometown. Everyone knew it and they loved her. She was a people person and she was known to have gone out of her way to make friends with international students specifically. She would make them feel so very welcome since they were so far from home. She was totally intrigued with the fact that they were from another country. That was super interesting to her as she had hopes and dreams of doing lots of traveling and seeing the world. Right. And not only that, but like there's so many cultures out in the world that are so different from what we can experience in Canada, right? So Absolutely. it's interesting to hear about other people's ways of lives and their belief their systems. Totally. Exactly. So growing up, she was also a really active individual. She played ringette. She played tennis. And then on top of it, she played the clarinet. So she was also musically inclined. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so Bev, I don't know a ton about Vernon. I've only been there once in our lives, but it was known to have a small, close-knit community of friends and family. Now, around the age of 12, Ashley started dabbling into social media. Similar to us, she was not allowed a cell phone, so she was forced to do that on the family's computer. You know, I remember nice. Bev just sitting there like, click, Nexopia, click, clicking all night, MSN Messenger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've gotten in too many fights because I was always on the computer and you Hella clicky. To, like... <laughs> I could not fall asleep, Bev. <laughs> Now, we all know how social media works, especially as a young, like a young teenager. You know someone who knows someone and you're requesting their friendship. You don't know them, but you've requested, right? So everyone just meets everyone. You know all these people, but you don't really know them. And that's exactly what Ashley did. So in 2015, she actually requests a friend with a 16-year-old English teenager named Jack Seppel. She had multiple acquaintances that were also friends with him. And that's how she requested his friendship. What really drew her to Jack was that he was international, as we know that she was always intrigued She by liked it. that, yeah. Now, Ashley and Jack started talking, and at first it was really innocent. They were friends, and some would describe them similar to pen pals. Eventually, their conversations became more in-depth, and they actually began to confide in each other. With only a few months of chatting, Ashley had started to bring up her relationship with Jack to her family. She started talking about him. She was really excited, you know? Yeah. Ashley's mother, Christy, felt a little concerned with this relationship, though. Her daughter is 12. It's online. You know, the risk of online chatting, she was concerned. Is in and of itself dangerous? And she's only 12. That is so young. I know. That is so young. I was not even hardly thinking about boys at that age. 
I probably was, but just you know, <laughs> still to do it online, have a long distance relationship. And you said he was 16, right? Yeah. So, he so was he's older. older. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I mean, as a mother, I would also be concerned. Yeah. However, Jack decided to send photos of himself to prove this is who I am. See, I am me. I am not a creepy old man. Exactly. Trying to swoon you. Exactly. Okay, so he is who he says he is. Yes. So this kind of put Christy at ease, and she continued to allow her daughter to chat with him and get to know him more. She also thought, you know what, they're so far away from one another that eventually what's the harm yeah what's the harm they're eventually gonna get uninterested and move on move on to someone like closer local that they can see in person totally so bev jack was quite the opposite person from ashley he was a bit withdrawn from the world he didn't have a social life like ashley did and he would utilize social media as his social life so that was the only real contact he was getting with people outside of his mom and sister That puts a little bit more pressure on the relationships that he does form because I think he would take them a little bit more seriously than maybe Mm -hmm. somebody who does have a life separate from the relationships they're forming on the internet. Well, exactly. You know, Ashley's out there living her best Vernon life. And he's like sitting there waiting for her to drop online being like, hurry up, where is she? What's happening? Yeah. Exactly. So Jack was also known for being a little mischievous and rough around the edges but for Ashley, that was just part of his charm. The bad boy charm. Yeah, I'm The mischievous bad. charm. Oh, shit. Oh. Here we go again. <laughs> okay, we're nipping that in the bud. Yeah. We are not going further. I'm bad. No, oh just like, I'm bad, Sheriff. I'm bad. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, nipping it in the bud now. Full circle. <laughs> it's a full circle. I feel like that took in another, like, two weeks ago, the podcast or something, right? Yeah. It's like we're merging it all into one. Yeah. We're going to have our own comedy skits soon. Oh, oh. <laughs> that only you and I would watch. Yeah. And laugh our asses yeah. off, too, because we're, like, we're, we're so funny. funny. Everyone's like, you're lame. Yeah, you guys are stupid. Like, we don't What get are you it. even talking about? Not funny. <laughs> a bad sheriff? What we're just, like, mean? popping popcorn. <laughs> pop and popcorn <laughs> yeah in her mouth hashtag pop and popcorn friday like... night friday friday hashtag pop and popcorn <laughs> we're bad i'm sorry we said we were gonna nip it in the bud but we we didn't we couldn't stop we're not done this Can't yet stop won't stop no i'm just <laughs> okay but seriously As the pair continued to chat online, their connection grew deeper and deeper. And it went from being just like a friend and a light crush to intense. Jack would send Ashley gifts like clothing, a teddy bear, money, handbags, and jewelry. And probably she's thinking, this is fabulous. This is awesome. I got a cool... UK boyfriend. Look at how cool my boyfriend is. Look what he sends me. Oh my god, look at my teddy bear. Yeah. It's so plush. I know. I bet you like, but truly, as someone who's 12, that would be like, That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Like, we're getting married. We're serious. (laughs) Yeah. We're getting married. So, it's getting intense. He's sending her gifts. And then on top of it, Bev, there was an eight-hour time difference between the two countries. So... To communicate took a bit of effort. Right. Ashley would wake up before dawn to talk to Jack. And on the other hand, 
Jack would step into the wee hours of the morning just so that they could communicate and spend time together. It's a big sacrifice for both of them. Especially at 12. That's some real relationship shit. Because Mm -hmm. truthfully, that is what you would have to do if you were in a long-term relationship with somebody. Like you'd have to make those sacrifices to maintain a relationship. And they're doing it at 12 and 16. Exactly. Now, like most couples, there were up and downs within their relationship. When it was good, Ashley's family would see him on the computer, he would converse with them, and they all kind of got to know him a little bit. One of Ashley's friends, Tiana, said that she was completely enamored with Jack, and she said that Ashley felt that the connection with him, that no one else could understand what they had. However, when the couple would fight, they would completely cut off communication completely. It was all like all or nothing. Ooh, living in extremes exactly we all know that that's not very healthy so but as young young teens who live so far away no it totally makes makes sense sense. but it's just also not really a healthy dynamic between the two exactly what ended up causing the most conflict in their young relationship was that jack feared that ashley had crushes on other teen boys that were in vernon and these conflicts would get so intense that ashley would block him on all platforms However, he didn't just give up. He would actually make other online accounts and try and befriend her. He would contact her friends and tell them, get her to call me or go online. So he was very persistent. And I think at a young age, I mean, maybe he's heartbroken, but it is a little concerning. She doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah, it's definitely troublesome, to say the least. I mean, just the pattern of behavior and that manipulation of like making fake accounts to contact somebody, it just shows a little bit more persistence than I would like. And And immaturity at the age of 16. And just a lack of boundaries for Mm -hmm. somebody's wishes. Yeah, I mean like just concerning all around. Now, Ashley being quite young, she found this a little endearing like he was so... He missed her. He was sad. And eventually, he would get her attention and they would start talking again. The downside is that her friends, Ashley's friends, saw it as something different. Saw it as obsessive. Yes. And were concerned for their relationship. It's like the classic case of when you're in it and you're in the relationship, you have a hard time of seeing like the red flags. Mm -hmm. You You just see it as like... And other people around you can see it. Mm -hmm. But you yourself, because you're within this whirlwind of of strong emotions and whatnot, just can't see it yeah, for what it really blinded. is. Yeah, totally. Now, when Ashley's friends would, like, bring up their concerns about it being obsessive and not good. Did she get defensive? She did get defensive. Uh, yeah. And she chalked it up to the fact that he was just a really passionate person with a good heart. Now, every time, that same belief is what led her to rekindle that relationship. We have the hallmarks of... Like the abusive dynamic in relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, when it's good, it's really good. But when it's bad, it's really bad. But like they have a good heart and they mean well. Like, you know, just those excuses and like almost giving someone a pass for their wild, crappy behavior. I mean, I'm not judging her for it, but you just notice that pattern already. Mm -hmm. And it's like she's fucking 12. (laughs) And she's so easily like persuaded and manipulated like she hasn't grown she hasn't developed her full brain you know like oh she's got years until that brain's developed so like this is normal for her like it's so easy for a 12 year old to fall into that that's unfortunate right yeah totally 
Now, when the couple was good, what they bonded over and connected with was that they would just daydream about what their relationship would actually be like if they were able to be together physically. Oh, like for in sure. the same place and how much better their relationship would be because they wouldn't have that that distance and right. jealousy. I mean, I totally get that. When you're away from somebody, your mind would run wild with insecurity. Mm-hmm. If you are prone to being insecure in general. Yeah. Um, and we've already heard he's showing the hallmarks of being insecure and jealous. So that's probably what they're talking about. If I could be around you and get that love from you and know for certain what you're doing all the time and being like I near be you, jealous. then I wouldn't be jealous and I'd it would be, be great. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah is right. So they had been talking for a couple years at this point. And Ashley was now 15 and she started asking her mom to go to England. Let me go. Let me be with him. Her mom is like, absolutely not. You are not going all the way to the UK to see your online boyfriend. You know, that is her mom's boundary and I commend her for that one. So in 2018, just after Ashley had turned 16, Jack had showed her his new tattoo, which Bev was her name in cursive writing on his arm. To him, this is a sign of love and dedication to her. And Ashley felt the same way. She, you know, like, oh my. This guy loves me enough to put my name on his body permanently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's 16. Yeah. It's like, she probably thinks it's super cool. That is so cool. Ashley had told her mom and she was completely outraged and thought this was kind of like a bullshit sign of affection, like something to kind of keep her drawn in. And her mom just wasn't having it. So not long after Jack got this tattoo, the couple started fighting again. And friends and family started noticing that their relationship was becoming even more turbulent. So it was revving up with the ups and downs. Now, unfortunately, Ashley felt that she had to hide this information that she was fighting again from her mom. She did, however, open up a bit more with some of her friends, but she still didn't tell them everything. So you can notice at this point, she is clearly aware that this is not the best relationship. Yeah. Once you start hiding stuff from people. Yeah. You you know. You know. Plus, you're afraid of the feedback that people will give you. Obviously, her mom has shown that she's not completely thrilled about the way that their relationship is going. Her friends also have given her information and telling her that he's obsessive so she probably just doesn't she just doesn't want to hear it she still loves him yeah totally specifically in one of these turbulent arguments jack actually became so angry that he took a knife and dragged it across his arm through ashley's name cutting himself what the fuck yes now ashley actually did tell her friend tiana about this incident and had confided in her that she felt that it was really messed up. Like this was kind of where she started noticing like, that's not right. He shouldn't have done that. Yeah, no kidding. Now, this fight had been initiated because Jack Seppel was, as we know, an extremely jealous man. And he was so fearful that Ashley was seeing other men in her hometown. This is a constant problem with them. This isn't new. It's just the next up and down, right? Yeah. And on the flip side, Bev, Jack himself had actually been dating other women in Chelmsford. What? Yeah, so he was getting so upset with Ashley, but he was doing the exact same thing. What a freaking loser. Did she know about that? Or is that just something that you found out as you were looking this case up? She did actually find out later. 
Okay, but hasn't found out. Like at this moment in time, she's not aware. Exactly. What a loser treating her like that. That's like classic though. That is classic. You know, people get so crazy over their partner because they say that they're cheating when really they are. That's like just classic. Yeah, it's totally classic. Classic cheater. Now, Bev, for the next two years, this tumultuous relationship continued. And because of the distance between Jack and Ashley, it was easy for Jack to date all these other women without her knowing and really understanding just how unfaithful he was to that relationship. Now, by the time 2020 rolls around, Ashley is 18, and she actually begins to receive phone calls from some of these other women. (gasps) No way. Yes. Now, these women, they weren't calling to, like, harass her, thank God. But when they would fight with Jack, they would call Ashley because even though he was cheating, he wasn't secretive about Ashley. Everyone knew about her and knew that she was his favorite. So... When these other women were fighting with Jack, they would call Ashley to try and get him to calm down and see their point of view and stop being such a ween. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Is that how she found out about his scandalous cheating ways? That is part of it. I don't know exactly how she found out, but she kind of just dealt with it. That's so messed up. Yeah. The Why? Worst... She would not want to have to deal with that. Let me fix your guys' relationship with my guy. Let me try and fix how you guys interact. Like, no thank you. One, I am completely and utterly shocked that for six years she has had this relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also just shocked that, like, she's putting up with this. Me too. But, you know, coming from a 12-year-old's perspective and growing within this disturbing relationship, I can see how it's not as easy as just, like, fuck that. I don't want to be with you. You're terrible. I don't even see you. It also probably kind of seems normal at this point she's so used to it it's been six years she's been going through it right so this is the dynamic yeah this is what it is this is my normal exactly however messed up it is Mm -hmm. yeah so at one point one of the women called her and she said that jack wouldn't let her leave his house he was holding her captive and Sadly, these phone calls became a bit more regular than Ashley liked. So at one point, she literally called him and said, stop acting crazy. Keep in mind, this whole time, she still has a full relationship going on with him. And then he would call her with these heartfelt apologies, shower her with gifts, kind of love bomb her. And then they would break up, get back together. So on top of dealing with all these other women and the crazy shit they're going through with him, she was still amongst her own roller coaster, right? So in 2020, we know Ashley is now 18. She has goals and aspirations and she attains multiple part-time jobs. She's working her butt off and she gets a job, Bev, working at McDonald's, Burger King, a Chinese restaurant called Asian Avenue, Home Depot, and a clothing store called Red Bag. With all the hours she accumulated, she actually started making good money and she bought her very first iPad. So now she was able to talk to Jack Freely. She was no longer on the family computer. Now, in 2020, we know what happened. We were all hit with the pandemic. And because of this, Ashley actually deferred her enrollment to Thompson Rivers University. Although she could take the classes online, being the social butterfly she is, she just didn't want that experience. She wanted to go and be social, experience university, how... Be in person. Yeah, meet friends, go to the parties, have all the fun. So, because she didn't go to school, this also gave her a perfect opportunity when borders started opening up to go to England. 
she had all this money to do what she wished. And because she had her own money, her parents couldn't do shit about it. They had to let her do what she wanted. Yeah, and she's an adult. She's 18. There's nothing her parents can do to stop her from leaving. Yeah, they can give her some sound advice and hope she takes it. But at the end of the day, she's 18 and going to do what she wants, right? It is just so shocking. She's willing to leave and go see this fucking cray-cray guy. Even after just holding a woman captive, I just can't imagine what was going through her head. I have a hard time seeing her perspective. Yeah, well, I think one perspective she might have had is this is some random girl that he doesn't really love, and maybe he would never treat me that way. You know, I'm the one who can talk sense into him, Mm -hmm. so it's going to be different for me. I think that would be something she might have told herself. That makes sense, actually, Bev. That Mm -hmm. is a very good point. So when she makes her decision to go to the UK, she gets herself a six-month travel visa, and on November 12th, 2021... She embarked on her first solo journey to the UK. So within 24 hours, Ashley is in the UK and she posts her first photo with Jack on Facebook. They are at the arrival area at the London Gatwick airport. Immediately, Ashley moves in with Jack. Unfortunately, he lived in a pretty rough neighborhood with a bad reputation. However, Ashley was just happy to be there. The first couple weeks were awesome and Jack took her all over. They traveled and did some sightseeing. Her family followed her journeys on social media and they noticed that she looked genuinely happy and therefore they were happy for her. Not long after Ashley had gotten there, the couple decided that they wanted to get a kitten who they named Winston. So they're starting to build a life together. Now, Bev, even though Ashley's family saw that she was happy and was happy for her, they still had their concerns with Jack. They knew he had a terrible temper and could be absolutely volatile. But when Ashley got the chance to FaceTime her family back home, they noticed that she was grinning ear to ear and Jack looked happy as well. Maybe they did just need to be together. As we know, Ashley was on a UK tourist visa, so that means she could not work. Now at the time, Jack was unemployed. He was collecting social assistance, and from time to time, his mother, who lived nearby, would help him out financially. Ashley started realizing his only real friend was his sister, Nadia. Other than that, he mostly communicated with people online, and that was it. So at that point, Ashley was feeling a little isolated because she had been counting on Jack in a new environment to meet new people, show her the ropes, yeah, and create a community. And she just didn't have that. Right. She has no friends there, so she can't just go out and explore England, right? She's relying on her boyfriend, and he just sits at home and has online relationships Mm -hmm. and is friends with his sister. Like, how frustrating must that be? Yeah. Right? It wouldn't just be frustrating. It'd be fucking boring. Is she it? And being in a new social butterfly, too. And you have this whole new world to experience, and you don't get to. Like, I would be pissed, actually. Yeah. So eventually, Bev, that little bit of traveling and sightseeing that they did, it came to a stop. And Jack ultimately spent all his time inside his home smoking weed and playing Xbox. So huge contrast to what she's used to her whole life living in Vernon. Right. Now, the one good thing that Ashley did before she actually got to the UK was she... I don't know how she came about it, but she read the Book of Mormon and was immediately intrigued by this religion. And she actually decided to be baptized by the church. She, although appreciated the religion and believed in it, she was not fully engulfed. She was not religious per se. She didn't really go to church, but she did make some new friends in that community. Oh, hey. And before she left, that community actually offered to connect her 
with some Mormon friends that were in the same city in the UK. Oh, how nice. Okay, so she has connections via the Mormon church once she left to England. Exactly. How awesome. So she wasn't completely alone. She did have some connections. She did, and they were people her age. So, you know, it's not like some 40-year-old where it's like two different stages of life. They were also ready to experience the UK. How nice. Mm -hmm. However, Jack completely dismissed the idea of having any friends, especially in the church. Yikes. He he wouldn't even let her leave to attend any Sunday services. Which is bullcrap. Bullcrap and major red flag. Total red flag and just pretty typical Jack. Typical Kind of what we expected. Mm -hmm. Classic Jack. Classic. Terrible though. And scary. However, she was a strong individual and she at least kept in communication with them via text. So they developed a base friendship, although they weren't actually physically able to see each other. Unfortunately, Ashley knew that if Jack were to find out about these messages, that he would be freaking pissed. And so she got in the habit of deleting her WhatsApp history. To um, keep it from him. Exactly, because he would regularly go through her phone. Oh, God. At one point, Jack wouldn't let Ashley go on a road trip with her missionary friends, and they started realizing how controlling Jack was and that she might not be in the best situation. And they decided to actually mention this to Ashley, that she deserved better and that she should start thinking of some alternative plans. Unfortunately, they did not know and they had no way of knowing how dark their relationship actually was. Right. In the first couple weeks of Ashley being in the UK, she did put on a brave face, but it wasn't long before... Physical violence started happening within their relationship. So only a little bit over a month after being there on Boxing Day of 2021, Jack had texted his mom saying he just smacked Ashley. What? Mm -hmm. So she had only been there about six weeks. Fuck. That's quick. Mm -hmm. Apparently, he found two blocked British numbers on her phone from years ago, but he was so insecure that he assumed those numbers belonged to other men. When his mom got that message... She actually said to him, there's no reason to lay a hand on her. Right. So at this time, Ashley found herself in the very beginning stages of a very, or what would be a very abusive relationship. And she had no idea just how intense Jack Supple's psychological problems actually were. He obviously had not divulged any information about it. So she was clueless. She went in blind. Well, kind of. Kind, yeah, I mean... Previous behavior should have kind of notified that to her, but here we are. When Ashley moved there, besides his actions, she was only aware of his previous instances of self-harm. When he would get angry or wanted to be consoled by a girlfriend, he would cut himself just deep enough to bleed, but not serious enough to cause major damage to himself. Which we could perceive as him trying to manipulate their emotions when he gets in fights with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Or we could perceive it as him not having the skills to cope adaptively for his pain. But I would say it errs on the side of manipulating and playing and toying with his girlfriend's emotions, as we've seen him do in the past with Ashley. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, so crazy. At that time, Bev, Jack was also on anti-anxiety medication. And for whatever reason, Ashley felt that she needed to stick this relationship out. And a day after she was hit by Jack, 
she did post a photo to Facebook of her and Jack that said, my bestie with a cute little red heart. The only person that she confided in about the abuse was her sister, Haley. But she threatened her sister that she would cease all communication if she told her parents about it. And even though Ashley didn't want to tell anyone else, she decided to keep a secret Snapchat folder to document all her bruises and injuries over the time that she was with Jack. That's so sad. Right? Like she knew, like if you're keeping a secret file of all this and documenting it, you know that it's bad. I I know that it's easy to say, just like leave if you know it's bad, but I know there's so much more to these abusive relationships, but it, at least she recognizes that this is not good. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the first step. Yeah, definitely the first step, but it's just sad that you're in that position where you're documenting it, you know you're in trouble and that things are going bad, Mm -hmm. but you're also protecting the person that's hurting you Mm -hmm. by keeping it a secret from your friends and family and any person that could influence your decision to maybe leave this person because you're not in the right frame of mind to do so. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a sad position for her to be in. That's probably just devastating for any woman, man, person to be in. Absolutely. Yeah. So clearly December was a very eventful month for the couple because in later December, Jack actually attempts suicide. He takes a huge pile of his anti-anxiety medication and Ashley finds him and calls an ambulance. He was rushed to the hospital where he was treated for an overdose. And at that point, Ashley was deemed his caregiver and was given a lockbox by the nurses to help store his pills so that he would only be able to take his medication in a safe way. Holy crap, that's a huge responsibility for her at Mm -hmm. such a young age. Yeah. Like, she's 19 and that's what she's having to do. Do you know why he tried to take his own life? Does it say? Because I didn't find a specific reason. I think we could, I think we could deduce that it, his mental health is not where it should be. Yeah. But I don't know a specific, I could also maybe assume in a jealous rage he's, Doing it to manipulate and play with her emotions. Yeah, like there's possible, many possible reasons. That's a sad place for him to be in. It's a hard place for her to be in. And now we're just seeing their dynamic get worse by the minute. Exactly. Now, we know that Ashley is, you know, she keeps all this information to herself, but she confided in her sister once again, but her sister accidentally let this news slip. And Ashley's mom was super worried and suggested that she should come home. However, against Ashley's better judgment, she wasn't coming home. She was sticking it out. Ashley thought that he could get better. She really had faith in him, Bev. Now, in early January of 2022, Ashley FaceTimed her sister bawling her eyes out. Jack had smashed a thick glass beer mug. Like, you know, those real thick ones like, yeah, I think of A&W, but yeah, beer glass. exactly. He smashed it on her head. What the fuck? And then, yeah. So that's what prompted her to call her sister, bawling her eyes out. And while she was on FaceTime, he forced her to clean up all the glass shards. And in the background, Haley could see Jack pacing back and forth, screaming, clenching his teeth. And at that point, Haley knew just how dangerous the situation was. Like, she, her sister had confided in her, but she saw firsthand. Did he know that Haley was watching him? Like, did he know that she was on FaceTime with her sister? That is a good question. I mean... Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, maybe she called her in secret. I I don't, I don't actually know Maybe Bev. he just didn't give a fuck. But That's how I took it, that is honest. so demeaning. Mm. He hits her with a glass mug, probably like 
could have given her a concussion, like could have really fucking hurt her. Yeah. Like she could have had the glass cut her open and then forces her to clean up his fucking mess and what he did. That's so degrading. That is so fucking degrading. That is so disgusting. Terrible human. So this prompted Haley to beg her sister, please come home. Like this is bad. This is not normal. Mm-hmm. You are in an abusive relationship. Again, she chose to stay. So Bev, a little while later, Jack's mom, Tracy, decided that the couple needs a bit of a reset. So she plans a family trip to Rye where they can have a bit of fun, ease the tension in their relationship. The family spent several days touring the English countryside, eating at pubs, trying local desserts, and seeing the new sites. Ashley had a blast there. And her family, seeing those photos, felt a small sense of relief when they saw, again, how happy they were. They thought, okay, maybe this is all they needed. They just need some space. Reset. And at this point, they're not aware of what Ashley's experiencing. Like, they didn't know that a beer mug was smashed over her head. They don't. They don't know the extent of it. So it's easy for them to be like, okay, you know what? They have reset. It could get better. Yeah. But Bev, who are we freaking kidding? Who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? He's just putting on a face when his mom's around and like, you, do you so know what I mean? Great. Yeah. Overall, the family actually was seen as like super happy, jovial, awesome. However, it was only a couple days before Jack was back to his old ways. He found messages from years ago on Ashley's phone from a young man in Canada. This made Jack demand all of Ashley's social media passwords. And because she was so fearful, she... She gave them. Easily complied. Yeah. That's fucked. Mm-hmm. Now, on February 1st, so things are moving fast, because February 1st, 2022, things came to a head. Jack became enraged, and he was absolutely convinced more than ever that Ashley could be sneaking around on him with her giant community of friends, of course. And her ability to leave your grasps. Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> like, just delusional Delusional. just so totally delusional totally manipulative absolutely horrible yeah can't handle that and on top of it he had all her passwords he would constantly look through her phone so he knew every move that she made and he knew all the details of her conversations on the phone and which is also very intrusive it's intrusive but it's scary because now she's gonna have a hard time communicating with somebody who could help her mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah he has full control over yeah that he situation. can see what text she's sending like insane so on february 1st just before 8 a.m a neighbor heard ashley's chilling screams through the wall moments later ashley actually appeared on her doorstep she was barefoot crying she had blood dripping from a giant cut on her palm she told the neighbor that jack had hit her and destroyed her phone as well he had been throwing their kitten up against the wall. Holy shit. So this little shit. animal is involved Winston. now too. No. At that time, Ashley and her neighbor was worried that he might kill her. She pleaded with the neighbor not to call the police though. She was more fearful of what might happen to her if he escalated. And then also if he escalated, but also if he got arrested, what would happen when he got out? The neighbor ultimately agreed not to call the police, but pleaded with Ashley to come with her to a medical appointment instead of going back home. As we can kind of see this coming, Ashley declined. So the neighbor took it upon herself and went next door to reason with Jack. He apologized and then she left. So it was over rather quickly. Now, about an hour later, around 9 a.m., another neighbor had received a package that was supposed to have been delivered to Jack. 
and decided that she would just bring it over like a good neighbor. When she knocked on the door, Jack was acting suspicious and wouldn't fully open the door. However, the neighbor wasn't too concerned with this because he was known in the community as really unfriendly and a paranoid individual. Right. So it's just his behavior is on par with his reputation. Exactly. Now, Bev, around that same time as the neighbor delivering the package, Ashley's family received a phone call from Jack's cell phone. And it was about midnight in Vernon. But to their surprise, it was Ashley on the other line because he had ruined her phone, right? Right. She was calling them to tell them she wanted to come home. It was time. She was worried. And her sister, she knew something was up. And she broke down and told her parents everything that had been going on between Ashley and Jack. Immediately, Ashley's family booked her a flight home. Unfortunately, the flight didn't leave for two days. Ashley's mom had talked to Jack and said, this is a plan, and he agreed to take Ashley for a pre-COVID test and then to the airport for her flight. Her mom insisted that if Jack showed one more ounce of aggression, that she go straight to the airport and stay there until her flight happens. And she just should have wait. done that right from the start. She should have, right? I just feel like Jack shouldn't have even known of her plans to leave. Mm-mm. Like, why would you trust him to let her leave after he's showing so like much severe aggression. signs of abuse? Like, that's crazy. I know your parent nowhere near your child in a different country but at the same time like abuse is abuse and we all know the most severe time for any person who's going through abuse is the time when they leave so notifying an abuser that their girlfriend or partner is about to leave them for good that's just dangerous it's just dangerous like call the england police like get call escort. jack's mom say something but don't tell jack so ashley's mom obviously she is she's fearful of this scenario like just what we're thinking she's just as scared her hands are a little tied being so far away she can only do what she can do so ashley's mom told jack that if he did anything to hurt her daughter that she herself would call the cops on him at that point Haley had also messaged jack's mom to see if there was anything that she could do to help the situation so like they're trying to do everything that they can unfortunately she was not around she was actually at the airport getting ready to travel herself now jack's mom became so fearful of what her son would do and she strongly believed that as soon as ashley leaves that he would kill himself that's where her mind was at right well he's shown the tendency to have mental health issues and also attempt to take his own life so of course she's worried about her son in this situation i can see that exactly so both families are concerned about their children exactly yeah after about three hours of this conversation and planning ashley's family felt that the situation had been a little de-escalated and felt okay ending the phone call it was only minutes after the phone call had ended around 11 a.m in the uk that jack messaged his mother on whatsapp saying i beat up ashley really bad So after this phone call is where things really take a drastic, deadly turn, we're going to talk about all those details in our next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. 